kind of day. That's all I got to say. Uh, how's everybody doing today? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on Wednesday, February 15th. Wow, already the 15th of February. Crazy. All right, guys, make sure you uh, smash that like, thumbs up, do all that, and, uh, you know, share the things, follow me on all the sock meds. You guys know the drill. Like, 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 do all that. All right. How's everybody doing out there? What are we going? Where are we going? We got Mr. Uh, Hey, Mr. Ryan, how you doing? Fatty God, how's it going? Good to see you. James Noel, Noel. What's up? What's up? We got M for right here. We got Mr. Eric. So am I the only one thinking the long-haired individual in the Flash TV spot might be Michelle Pfeiffer? I mean, but no, that was definitely Bruce. Definitely Bruce. Her hair is way more prettier than that. That was some nappy, grody hair right there. So what's going on, Mr. Fear Jason? Good to see you. All right. Uh, good to see you, Game City Savior. Miss Nighthawk, always good to see you. Let's see. Keep going. Who else we got? We got Stephanie T right there. Good to see you. We got Joshua right there. Entertainment, those are uh, broad. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely, definitely Keaton. Definitely, definitely, definitely Keaton. Who else we got? We got Mr. Jesse. Good to see you. All right. Mr. Mark Keller. How's it going? What's going on, Mr. Everts? And we got Mr. Hank Deasy right here. Okay, and then we got Edmund Norton right here. Flash movie looks good. Yes, 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 indeed. If you haven't checked out the, uh, you know, the breakdown that we did on Monday, hopefully you did that. Everyone hit that. Sure would appreciate it. All right. And the music ends. All right. Again, uh, make sure you uh, smash that like, thumbs up, and uh, subscribe to the channel. All of that. Hopefully you guys are doing good. It's Wednesday. Doesn't feel like Wednesday. This week's dragging, I tell you. It's dragging, so. But uh, hopefully you guys had a good day. It's <clears throat> going off the bang. Good to see you. All right, let's just get right to it. Let's get right to it at the week. All right, here we go. Um, okay, so this right here, yeah, this needs to be talked about more. I know a lot of people probably have seen it, but my God, spread this word about uh, East Palestine, uh, Ohio. I don't know if you guys knew that this was happening, but there's a picture right here. This was happening, and it's still continuing to affect the town and all. A bunch of, th I don't know what's going on right now. We got UFOs. It seems like we got UFOs, and we got, um, I don't know what. We got UFOs and, uh, and, and chemical spills. And uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Mr. Everts. Uh, by the way, did we win? Is it, uh, is it restored in uh, Netflix? Oh, we'll talk about that. We'll definitely talk about that. So thank you, Ben, for the $10 Super Chat. Much appreciated. Um, yeah, I mean, I know it did trend yesterday. Uh, there was the trending thing, but uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But yes, this right here, you should spread the word because it seems like the media is just totally not even paying attention to it. I mean, local media seems to be doing it, but I don't know how people are talking about it. It's crazy. It's crazy what's happening. So, and there's a bunch of chemicals that are spilling into the air. They're now going to be like dropping like chemicals if it rains, and it's just really, really bad. It derail. It was a derailed train, and it spilled a bunch of uh, stuff. But yeah, like I said, look it up. There are a lot of people that are uh, talking about it, but just not the right people, I would say. And then check this out. Somebody added the uh, the '89 logo right there, which you guys know I love that. Mr. Wayne Parker right here. He uh, put angrier uh, eye sockets, and then, of course, he did um, the uh, 89 logo, which I love so very much. And then right here, we got uh, we got Emma Corrin, Emma Corrin, who played, I guess she played Diana, right? She played Diana in Deadpool, or she, she played Diana in Deadpool 3. Maybe she will. Who knows? Um, she's going to be, uh, she's going to have a lead role in Deadpool 3. She's been in a lot of stuff. I think she's going to be in a few other movies that are coming out this year. She might be in Robert Eggers' Nosferatu movie that he's going to be he's having. I don't know. But, yeah, she's part of it now. Uh, and then we got uh, YouTube actually turned 18 yesterday. 
uh, it's been 18, 18 years ago. I still remember when I was working for the cable company and I was listening to the radio and they were talking about YouTube and I thought they were talking about the band U2, but pretty crazy, pretty crazy that that freaking you know, YouTube, this whole thing has been around for that long. And then check this out. Oh, how adorable is this? It's adorable. Absolutely adorable. We got Wayne T. Carr and Zach right there rocking a headband. <laughs> That's right. Filming on that set in the driveway. In the driveway. YouTube is now allowed to drink. Well, in your country, not this country. This country, it's not allowed to drink quite yet. But uh, yeah, so Wayne T. Carr yesterday uh, posted this right here. And yeah, just another shot. I mean, hopefully maybe one of these days we'll get something. But but then at the same time, it's not the sh uh, the whole scene is not finished. Of course, we had that one still shot of Wayne T. Carr as John Stewart Green Lantern holding the ring, looking awesome. But sadly, the whole scene was not done. So I don't know if Zach will ever release that footage. Maybe he will. Maybe he'll release something. Who knows? But yeah. So there they are right there. Obviously had a good time. You could tell. Look at the smile on her face. It's just absolutely beautiful. Feel bad for Wayne? Eh. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah it does suck. I mean, uh, you get a superhero role like that in a big movie, and then all of a sudden it gets uh, edited out, and, and then, of course, it's revealed that you're in it, and then you get this fan base. So naturally he's like, all right. Um, obviously he would love to play the role. We would love to see him as a, in the role, but Hey, you know, sadly, who knows if, uh, we're going to see anything more with when it comes to that. But I thought that was a great picture right there. So good on, uh, good on Wayne for showing that. Let's see what else we got. Hey, who wants to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Not sure exactly where this is, where this came from, but it looks interesting. I almost thought it was, it almost looked fake at first. It really did look fake at first because I was just like looking at his arm with the glove and the whatever. It just looked interesting. But yeah, I'm guessing this real. I mean, Flash Film News posted it, so I think we're okay with that. But yeah, it just at first it kind of threw me off. But so there's uh, Brucey right there uh, throwing the switch. It's just, yeah, there's something about it that looks weird, right? It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't. It does, there's something weird that's, uh, I don't know, I don't know. But I saw like a gift that somebody had, I don't know, maybe somebody made it, I don't, I don't know. But like I said, Flash Film News, they have their finger on the pulse when it comes to things. So the Flash, so I'm guessing that it's real, but it's just, look, yeah, the, the picture looks a little weird. It's the face he's making? Well, it's not so much the face because, you know, it just reminds me of the Let's Get Nuts face. And I'm just wondering if that, if, if it's true that we're actually going to get that line said in the movie and he's going to hear, like, let's get nuts kind of thing. So, I don't know. But, like, it just, I mean, I'm guessing that's just, like, a full glove right there. I thought, like, that was his skin, but it's not. It's got to be, like, something. I don't know. It just looks a little wonky. It does look a little wonky. But still, let's get freaking nuts. I'm talk about that. Uh, this is good right here. Uh, oh, they deleted it. Oh. Well, anyways, so there was, like, a, uh, there was, like, there was a, um, a video of Steven Spielberg and Tom Cruise. And they were basically at the, I forgot exactly where they're at, but, uh, Steven Spielberg gave a hug to Tom Cruise. And he basically told Tom Cruise, you saved Hollywood's ass and you might've saved theatrical distribution. Seriously. Top Gun Maverick might have saved the entire theatrical industry. That's in maybe avatar, but it's still struggling. That's the thing. It's a nice little touching video from two giants in the movie industry, but yeah, yeah, that'll be my new intro right there. There you go. Um, but yeah, so it was kind of touching and whatever the hell, but it's cool, but it's still struggling, sadly. Still struggling, sadly. And then, yes, don't forget, guys. Uh, yeah, Wayne T. Carr even posted this right here, and, I, and Mick uh, took the advantage of uh, taking this image right here, which is pretty cool. Is that on a shirt? If it's on a shirt, I need the shirt. If it's not on a shirt, it should be on a shirt. So we got, uh, of course, it was 214 day, and he uh, posted the, the Autumn Snyder. And that's always down below, uh, underneath every video, every stream, everything like that. It's all underneath there. So if you ever want to donate, just donate right there. And then uh, M. Night Shyamalan's daughter right here, uh, Shauna Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan, will make her feature day direct directorial debut for the watchers the film follows an artist who gets stranded in a forest but then becomes strapped alongside three strangers who are being stalked by mysterious creatures Ooh, sounds pretty good so 
She's uh, keeping it, keeping it, uh, keeping the uh, the tradition going with the uh, the Night Shyamalan's right here, and continuing some pretty cool, mysterious, thriller type movies right here. So there you go. Yeah, they have the same eyes. You could totally tell that that's M Night's uh, kid right there. So good. That's pretty sweet. Uh, and then uh, Val Kilmer posted this yesterday because it was Valentine's Day, and he put Happy Valentine's Day, and then he said, uh, find someone that looks at you the way Maverick looks at Iceman. That's pretty funny. You know, I mean, sp- specifically the first one. If you watch those locker room scenes in the first one. And then if you were feeling down yesterday, you could be this guy. In 2014, on Valentine's Day, a man in China purchased 99 iPhones and arranged them in a love heart to propose to his girlfriend. She said no. Ouch! 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 Oh, man. I don't have the right thing open here. I meant... There you go. Ouch. That hurts right there. Mmm... But it's okay. Hopefully he sold the iPhones and got like some profit. I don't know. Maybe he did. Who knows? Who knows? And according to, um, I guess, whoever's rating all this stuff online and looking at Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, the Flash movie trailer was the most watched trailer during the Super Bowl. Ah, so there you go. Yay. All right. Cool. I don't know if it's like, I think it's somewhere close to almost 20 million views, 16, 20 million views, something like that, that it's at right now. Currently, I thought I saw something earlier today on the on the Twitter. So there you go. Wow. There you go. Yeah. Guess she's an Android girl, right? Everybody should be an Android girl. I'm an Android girl for sure. And we posted that. And then we got Aaron Bailey right here. Remember on Monday, I was like freaking out about the uh, the gray, the, the blue and gray suit with the old uh, the 89 logo right there. And I said, somebody, somebody, somebody make a, a little mock up of it. So Aaron Bailey quickly mocked up a version of uh, of the uh, the gray and blue suit right there with the 89 logo fat across the chest. So that looks pretty cool. That looks pretty cool. I dig it. I dig it. I dig this, too. Uh, Mr. Bart. Mr. Bartos, whatever the heck his name is, Orgy, Mr. Orgy. He, uh, well, first he made this poster right here for the Flash. First he made this poster right here for the Flash, which I thought was pretty cool, showing key, uh, Batman and the Flash coming together like that. Now he's got this one with a Dark Flash. It's looking like Dark Flash coming together, so worlds colliding right there as well. Cool, pretty cool. And then of course, yes, guys. Todd Phillips decided to say Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. And uh, this was posted last night. I did a little short video about it, but, uh, you know, now sitting with it and seeing everybody's reaction. I Pretty positive reviews. There's still a lot of people going, I'm not sure why they're doing this movie. And I totally understand that because when I heard that there was going to be a Joker 2, I went, I don't think that's necessary. The first one should have been a one-off. But then when the details came about and they're going to go into a musical sense to it, which is drastically different from the first one, an R-rated musical in Arkham. I can get around that. Sounds interesting. You got Lady Gaga. She's playing Harley Quinn. Cool. But yes, they posted this yesterday and uh, pointing out a little little things here. I mean, this has got to be... I don't know how they're going to handle Harley in this sense. It's not going to be the same as the other. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Mad Love? Sure. I'm sure they're going to reference a little Mad Love, but one thing I did notice was the fact that he does have some of the makeup on with a stubbly face. So I don't know where he got, because we know that at the end of the first Joker, he didn't have obviously the makeup on. And then when we saw that very first image that Todd Phillips posted, he was being shaved. But right here, he's got the stubble. He's got the stubble. Obviously, this is right after they kissed. She is mesmerized by him. He is smiling and she's got some... Uh, you know, makeup on her face. So how are we feeling about that? Huh? Huh? Everything I'm seeing from this movie has been against my will. Okay, there you go. <laughs> so the music uh, could be in the in our Arthur's head. Yeah, that's what we're kind of thinking about. It wasn't there a movie. It wasn't there a TV show like that, that some woman would be walking around and she kind of saw everything in a musical or wasn't there an episode of Scrubs like that? I think there was an episode of Scrubs like that where a patient got knocked in the head and everything played out as a musical as opposed to just regular conversation so maybe it's going to be something like that i guess we'll find out 
But I trust him. I'll trust him. I'll trust him. I'll trust Mr. Phillips. And then nicely said by this gentleman right here, a Cairo, a Cairo. He said, loved what Zack Snyder did with DC. They are my favorite DC films and some of my favorite CBMs. But he's moved on to better things. If you want to support Zack, then support Rebel Moon. There's where your support matters. Exactly. Very well said. And I said, I said, please. Yes. So I retweeted that because I'm like, yes, let's support Rebel Moon. I mean, I know we want more DC content, but right now it's just not in the cards. Just not in the cards. Well, this is pretty sweet. Neon. Look at that. I like that a lot. That's a pretty cool image right there of Sasha Kaye's Supergirl. Uh-oh, Saggy's here. Saggy's here. Everybody watch out. Um, here's some more information. This guy was uh, boots on the ground of uh, East Palestine, Ohio, right here, talking about how bad it smells and all the weird things and the road closures and everything because they're still trying to clean up the mess, but nobody's really talking about it that much. So, again... Research that. And then this is pretty uh, fire right here. Even though, like I said, the, the belt is different. The belt is not the 89 suit belt, but it's still pretty cool because we got the uh, the dark the dark blue cow, the gray suit, and even like, uh, you know, they got the dark blue cape right there. And, of course, the 89 logo, and we got the wide eyes with that one. Look at how he just looks like he looks like a freaking demon right there. He absolutely looks like a demon right there. So that's pretty sweet. And then West Ball's Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, they got to work on that title, man. They really got to work on that title. I don't know about you, but I, I'm not really digging the title. Just I, They're going to have to change it somehow because it just, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Too many of those. Too many of those. And they wrapped filming. So it's going to be out next May. May 24th, and uh, yeah, that was a wrap right there. So we got all the mocap people celebrating right there. Look at the VFX, man. Just awesome. Look at those visual effects, man. Looks amazing. But yeah, so there you go. And then can we stop? Can we stop now? We can finally stop this, right? We could stop. Idris Elba denies desire for a James Bond role. Because anytime that we talk about James Bond, we, everybody always throws Idris Elba into the mix. And I always say, cool, would have been sweet 10, 15 years ago. Sure. But the dude's like pushing 50. It's not going to happen this time. So he said he has no desire to do this. He has no desire. He has absolutely no desire to, uh, to uh, take up the, the mantle of James Bond. So we could stop. We could stop. We could definitely stop. And then, yeah, apparently this happened today, I guess. In it's it's a weird video. It almost looks fake. But, uh, yeah, apparently some truck, like, went down, and there's a bunch of chemicals that are spilling out. This time it's in Arizona. Like, what the hell is happening? UFOs. In, it's, like the, they, it's like they want the apocalypse to happen. They want the apocalypse to happen. <sighs> All right, so we got some... Uh, Character posters for John Wick Chapter 4. Showing everybody, showing the entire cast. Pretty cool, colorful. I dig these posters. But the biggest one, the biggest one is this motherfucker right here. What the hell? You guys, I, I, it's crazy. Look at this poster right here. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have guessed who this actor was unless it said it in the Twitter caption right there. That's Mr. Scott Atkins. That's right. Action star, stunt guy, Scott Atkins. In a fat suit. They made him fat. And then it's like, okay, so why would you make Scott Atkins a fat guy in this movie? Are we going to see a fat guy kick a lot of ass? Because that would be amazing. So is he going to be, like, doing some crazy moves that he usually does as a big fat guy? I like it. I think that's pretty sweet. I hope that's the case. I want to see him move around as a big fat guy. Oh, and then even more right here. Um, there was rumor that Aaron Taylor Johnson was actually going to be the next James Bond, and he said it's flattering. You can have something really positive written about you, but you can also have something really negative that can circulate. So he's glad that there's something positive when it comes to that. But David F. Sandberg on the set of Shazam! Fury of the Gods. And I must say, David F. Sandberg, looking trim, looking fit. That's right. I know he's standing next to a superhero, but still, 
guy's looking pretty uh pretty trim i remember he talked about how he got in shape you know he shed some pounds put on some muscle but yeah looking good he's looking good right there but yeah that's them on the set zachary levi i don't know zachary levi doing his best russell wilson i guess <laughs> that's what it looks like uh and then look at all the various bat suits oh man just good stuff and yes, I will admit, don't tell Steven that yes. Okay, we'll 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 call we'll call the nightmare version of fucking suit. I might we might as well. I've I've come to terms with that. I said it well, I fought against that it wasn't really a suit, that it was the BBS suit, just with a trench coat and goggles and a and uh, a face covering, but okay, we'll call it the nightmare suit. But yes, we got all the different ones right there. And then of course we got the new one, which we need a better we need a better angle. This angle right here, it's cool looking in the trailer when he's sliding like that. But, you know, just still shot. Not that great. Not that great. And Barry Keoghan or Keoghan, whatever, however you say his name, is going to star as Billy the Kid in a new movie by Bart Layton. Sweet. Oh, yay. And then we got the Little Mermaid trailer, guys. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? Yeah, I'm not really caring about this movie. They did give us a glimpse of, uh, what's her name though, right? Oh, Ursula. They gave us a glimpse of Ursula, which is what's her name? Of that world. Oh boy. She's 16, right? <laughs> so we got that right there. Ursula laughs. Yeah, that just doesn't. I'm not really digging it. Not really digging it. But, you know, maybe I'll see it. Who knows? I haven't seen all the live-action Disney movies, so maybe I will. I just, I don't know. And then check this out. Apparently, uh, you know, the Alec Baldwin, you know, the, the whole thing with Alec Baldwin and Rust, apparently, well, he's going to be, they're going to be resuming filming. They're still going to film this movie where he shot and killed the cinematographer. <laughs> they're going to continue shooting the movie. Would anybody want to come back and work for the work on this movie set? Why would anybody want to do that? But I guess it's because oh, they don't want to lose the money. I don't know. They probably figured that people are going to want to go see it because of what happened. I don't know. But yeah, apparently after all the stuff in the past year with all that, because I think that happened, what, in 2021, right? They're going to resume filming on that. It's just crazy. Just absolutely crazy. Crazy. We got uh, Joe Schuster right there. And uh, Mr. Uh, Jerry Siegel, Mr. James Gunn, posting that right there. Obviously, he's working on his script. Then we got another director, Mr. Uh, David Ayer, hitting the weight room today, as you should. Self-care day. It's very much that. And then may she rest in peace. May she rest in peace, Miss Raquel Welch. Died today at the age of 82. She was fighting something, some kind of uh, disease. But, yeah, she was an icon. And, I mean, geez, let's face it. If you look at some of her old, I mean, she was, she was hot. Let's face it. She was hot. She was gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Just va-voom, va-voom, va-voom. But yeah, a lot of memorable roles. And, uh, you know, she was, uh, she was working for quite a while. That's for damn sure. So may she rest in peace. Pretty long, full life right there. And I mean, this might happen, right? So we have somebody who made this poster right here. Mr. JC Comic Art. On Insta Instagram, he posted this right here. He posted a, a Brandon Ruth shot, just like the uh, the other Flash character trailers. So, you know, that looks pretty cool. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Are we going to be at all surprised if he actually shows up? He might actually show up in the movie. I actually think this is pretty cool because I think his costume right here, which is the Kingdom Come Superman costume, I think it looks pretty good. Pretty fire. Yes. And then we got Slay Oliva. Slays again. Watch out. Well, obviously, when it came to the whole sell Zack Snyder's Justice League, sell, sell the Snyderverse to, to Netflix, um, you know, I didn't take part in it. Like I said, if you wanted to take part in it, I didn't. I wasn't going to be like, no, no, no. I even had conversations with people after posting, after uh, quote tweeting the Wayne T. Carr and Zack Snyder 
image that he posted. Some people were just going, just tweet the hashtag, man. And I went, no, I'm not going to. I don't, I think it's a very poorly thought out campaign, which it is. Um, but as I thought, okay, if you want to do it, fine. And I'm sure it got close to like 200K or whatever the hell it was, or maybe 150K. Not sure what the final tally was. I remember I saw that it was above 150K and maybe close to that. But then we got Slay Oliva right here. Uh, we got Clay Staub, who posted this very image right here, said, nice to see an old friend, and he brought his flying fox, too. Remember when everybody kept on everybody kept on sending me Clay Clay's tweets because they thought that he knew things and he was hinting at things like Zach kind of does? That, that kind of stopped. I think he finally realized that, hey, guys, I'm not, I don't know what's going on with Snyderverse stuff. But uh, And then we had Jay Oliva right here talking about this he responded he said i'm uh because somebody asked dude i'm a big fan of ben affleck ben affleck's batman and it's really disheartening that we will not get to see joe manganello joe, joe manganello's deathstroke and batman movie can you at least ask someone to provide script of that movie jay oliva and then jay oliva responds as he does or slay oliva we should say he said i'm sorry but i don't own the script nor do i know who would have that kind of power the script is owned by wb and only they can do that as far as i know and then somebody else asked he said well jay oliva we are working on it <laughs> don't worry jay we got it we're tweeting um <clears throat> we started a little trend called Sell, of course, the hashtag, sell the Snyderverse. As Zach said, hopefully cooler hands would prevail. Either way, we are thrilled to see what you got up your sleeves with the upcoming projects. And he goes, thanks. Good luck with that. But I highly doubt it because WB will not want a competing universe studio to their main one. Plus, the licensing fees involved would be too high to make any business sense unless they were buying the characters like Sony did to Spidey. He continues on saying, uh, he said, uh, and we will know that WB has plans for these characters, so they aren't going to take a deal like that. Marvel sold Spidey during a time of bankruptcy. WB isn't there, and I doubt WB isn't there, and I doubt they would do such a deal in today's climate. So there you go. Jay Leva just kind of doing that. And, of course, people are not happy about it, which I'm kind of going like, all right, yeah, because what does Jay Leva know? You know, he only worked on storyboards for Zack Snyder, Man of Steel, BBS, uh, maybe some uh, with Justice League and everything, kind of knew everything that was going on and helped with the whole Snyder Cut thing and believed in that campaign. And he's also directed many DCAU movies, but what does he know? I'm sure the normal chuckleheads over there, because I remember one time, the Scoopsy Daisies, when he kind of debunked some scoops, they're like, what does Jay Leva no, he doesn't know anything. He's just a storyboard artist. No, he knows a lot. He knows way more than you. So, but again, if you want to freaking tweet it out, tweet it out. Fine. It's, it's whatever. But uh, to the people that are getting mad at Jay Oliva again, fuck you. Fuck you. Okay. Don't get mad at him, please. <sighs> okay. That's over with. And speaking of All-Star Superman, hey, except for 4K UHD uh, release date right here. So if you want to get yourself, uh, you know, I, I need to get the book. But uh, then, of course, on April 18th, you can uh, it's available on Blu-ray. I don't know if it's on digital download already, but how? Yeah. Uh, so there's that. And then look at this right here. Some teasing from Mr. Sir Patrick Stewart has teased. And uh, he's talking about not only him coming back, in the MCU, but possibly in McKellen. Secret Wars, probably. Uh, so this is his quote right here. He says, Charles Xavier. I'm not going to try to do his voice. Well, I'm looking to borrow his wheelchair if uh, we're to do much more Star Trek or standing up and becoming a big problem. So he makes a joke about that. And then uh, he said, like here, Stuart went on, clearly stating that he and McKellen got plans to return as a respective x-men characters in the future actually i went very it went very well he did say something like hey i would have done this yes that's true but we're not done sir ian and myself where we got plants so there you go teach deadpool come on they got to be doing something for deadpool right it's got to be deadpool 3 that's what i'm guessing deadpool 3 got to be that that's what i'm thinking so we might see some more McKellen Magneto in the future. And that is Nito. 
I need a rim shot, like, sound effect. Anyways, that's all. <laughs> and then this is a pretty good poster right here from Refinity. Look at that. That's pretty sweet. That's kind of like uh, Multiverse of Madness, right? Didn't Multiverse of Madness have something like that? I love the fact that they got the flash ring on there. It's pretty sweet. I like it. Okay. Again, subscribe to all that. Ah, uh, Cell Snyder versus the Peacock event. Uh, again, Netflix was uh, the bad choice. No, I, and then and then it's like, well, I mean, again, there's also the Elseworlds concept too. Yeah, Netflix. I I get why Netflix was chosen because that's where Zach currently is right now. But he's very very busy, very very busy. You got to realize he just shot like for like eight months, a long time for two big huge movies. And let's face it, they're probably going to be, what, three hours each? I'm assuming that assembly cut is probably ridiculous. He's probably got a big, long, huge cut of both these movies that he's got to divide in half and trim down that, are gonna be, uh, that he's going to be working on for quite a bit. We're not going to get the first part until December, so we probably won't get the second part till I'm hoping, next summer. Not this summer, but next summer. Hopefully it won't be, like, exactly a year apart when it comes to that, but... You know, but yes, do not do not get upset. Do not get upset with Slay Oliva. All right. Do not do that because that's ridiculous. He's just put in some knowledge out there. Put in some knowledge. You know, maybe maybe James Gunn was like, dude, can you like uh, get on Twitter and just kind of like, you know, get the get the hashtag, you know, maybe that could be it. Which I know that's going to be the big conspiracy theory is like is that but. Hey, I'll be there for the first Rebel Moon campaign, for sure. Let's get that thing trending. The next time we get, you know, footage or anything, any kind of, I'll be there for that. So I'll be look, I'll be on the lookout for the Rebel Moon campaign, for sure. That's what I told somebody yesterday as well. Okay. Ugh. All right, so what I wanted to talk about was some quotes right here. I wanted to talk about some quotes uh, from James Gunn. They're not exactly new quotes, but obviously, they're, you know, when it comes to Superman, it's quite a task. It's quite a task to take on Superman because now you have to have a fresh idea, kind of a fresh idea. I mean, obviously, when it comes to Superman, 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 he wears blue and red tights. He is Clark Kent and he fools everybody by put, putting on his glasses. I don't know. Do I look different without my glasses? Probably. Anyways, but, you know. We got the traditional stuff when it comes to Superman. So now we got to get something a little bit, a little bit more of a fresh take. I mean, obviously he's going to be, he said, he obviously said that, yes, he'll be taking some ideas from All-Star Superman, but it's not going to be a, a straight up adaptation of it, but, you know, just the morality and everything like that. So um, let's see here. So here's uh, one thing that he said. Um, that, you know, it was on, uh, it, it, like I said, it's an old quote, but a lot of people were passing it around today. So I figured, all right, let's talk about this a little bit. So first off, oops, turn off the sound effects right there. Anyways, I really love the idea of Superman. He's a big old galoot. He's a farm boy from Kansas. Who's very idealistic. He's his greatest weakness is that he'll never kill anybody. He doesn't want to hurt a living soul. I like that sort of innate goodness about Superman. It's the it's his defining characteristic characteristic. He's not all star Superman. But again, I'm a huge fan of all star Superman and I'm very inspired by that series. So just talking about that. And, uh, you know, I thought that was OK, cool. So he's very inspired by it. Going to take some things and it's going to be. Very difficult to try to do something a little bit fresh. We talked about it on uh, Friday's Vodka Stream, talked about it with Seek. He even was like, you know, calling it legacy is also something interesting, too. But then there's this quote right here, I guess, from the same article, talking about the actual whole DCU, which I thought was very interesting. And this is what it says right here. It says, we want to take it away from good guy versus bad guy. There are almost saintly there are almost saintly people in the DC universe. Superman is among them. There are really terrible villains like Gorilla Grodd or Joker and then there is everybody in between. So there are all these shades of gray of these different character types which allow us to tell more complex stories. So talking about complex stories and maybe just not have just a, a flat out good guy versus bad guy kind of scenario. I mean obviously when it comes to these movies 
it's mainly just that. It's always, you know, you got the villain, you got the good guy, you get an origin story with one of them, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like the formula. And, of course, Marvel is trying to find their way to keep things fresh, too. And I know we'll talk about Kevin Feige and everything, but I just thought that was like, all right. Not, uh, you know, try to take it away from good guy versus bad guy. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of, like, what stories could you have? I mean, I thought, you know, when it came to the Rebirth um, books, a story that I really liked, and I don't know if they would actually do this, but a story I really liked was um, it was basically, I mean, it's still always going to be, there's always going to be the villain fucking with the good guys, you know, obviously. But I remember for, like, the first couple of issues, it was cool. It was the Trinity Rebirth books. And it started off with obviously the three of them and they were kind of just like going through all their, I guess, their struggles. They're, they're, we knew that somebody was messing with them, but it was like they were struggling and they were kind of going through each other's worlds. And it was kind of it was pretty cool, actually. I, I thought that would have been a good story to um, to adapt. But I don't know if anybody ever read the, the first uh, story when it came to the Trinity. And it was essentially, it was just poison. I'd be fucking with them, but I just thought it was like kind of cool how like they went through like each other's stories, like through their minds and through their worlds and through their, and it was kind of took a, it took a dip into their origins and everything like that. And I thought that would have been that that's something that's kind of cool. That would have been something different. Cause it's not necessarily good guy versus bad guy, but eventually it's always going to have to be right. It's always going to have to get to that point. It's always going to have to get to that point. Um, yeah. Superman versus Lobo. Yeah. We'll see if that happens. Third Barry Allen is a low. So what? All right. All right. We want hobo Superman. I know that could be that. What happens? Uh, good thing that the only actor called Superman is ever uh, killed on the silver screen was Reeves. Gunn clearly isn't talking about Cat. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's probably not because he had to do it. He had to kill Zod. And I don't know if like Reeves, you know, I know everybody. It's always like that's always the back and forth when it comes to that. Like, who killed who or whatever the hell. Color me crazy, but these quotes are good, but they do give me Superman Returns vibes. Love uh, Brandon Roos, uh, Clark Superman. Great nostalgia, but boring as hell for a Superman movie. Don't want to go that route. And we'll see what happens. I'm sure there'll be something fresh in there. Who knows? Who knows? All right, Mark. Thank you for the $5 super chat. Appreciate it. What was the storyline where Batman fought the Royal Flush game, but at the end, Batman sits with Ace waiting for her to pass something something like that i don't know trying i'm not sure which one that is if anybody uh, knows what that is say it in the chat but uh thank you for the five dollar super chat for sure so but anyways you just got you know it's gonna be difficult it's very gonna be difficult but i do like the fact that it's like tell some more complex stories i want complexity Obviously, we want all the bells and whistles, sure, but we want some complex, some complexity. So, <sighs> we'll see. All right, now we got the other side of the aisle. We got Mr. Kevin Feige. Now, <laughs> I pointed this out yesterday, but all of a sudden we got this info dump from Kevin Feige the day that the Ant Man two reviews came in. Coinky dink. I think not. No, I think he, they definitely had that chambered because they probably thought, yep, this movie might get shit on by critics. And well, we're got, we're about to check that out after this and see where it's at when it comes to the, uh, the devil fruit site. But yes, I think they had all this info chambered and they're like, all right, we're just going to release this little bits at a time throughout the day to try to soften the blow of the bad reactions that are going to be happening with Ant-Man Quantumania. Let's face it. It's just, it's just the way it is. Smart, though. See, that's the thing. It's That's not a dumb thing. This is smart by Kevin Feige and everybody. That's absolutely smart. So I'm totally actually commending him for doing that because, yes, why not? If you know that, eh, this movie's going to set up Phase 5, sure, but, you know, people might not like it that much. We might as well start getting people excited for Phase 5. Kang's coming, and then we got Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, and all this other stuff. So that's good. I actually thought that was pretty smart. So basically, it was confirmed that, yes, and a lot of people did not think this was going to happen. And thank God it is. But one of the first things was Deadpool 3 is going to be rated R. Got to be rated R. Stay in rated R. And, of course, they announced what's-her-name who played, like, Princess Diana or whatever, of her uh, getting a role. Um, he also stated that, uh, yes, that they know exactly how they're going to be introducing the mutants. 
into the world. Makes sense. And then, of course, they talked about Spider-Man 4 because everybody's kind of wondering. There hasn't been an announcement. We haven't heard anything about Tom Holland signing on for, like, more movies, but I'm sure it's going to be happening. But also, we have the they still have that whole thing with Sony, which is crazy. But uh, they already have um, the story ready to go for Spider-Man 4. And then, of course, did some talking about Fantastic Four and how big it's going to be for the universe. And then, of course that uh, we'll be hearing more information about that soon. I don't know about casting, but I'm sure we're probably going to get that, what, come at least Comic-Con time or something, or I don't know, something like that. Who knows? But, uh, and then just kind of looking at a lot of things, uh, like right here, Kevin Feige says the the, the Marvel's assembly of Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and Monica Rambeau, Rambeau is uh, acting to the first Avengers movie. It's chilling-inducing. So he says it's chilling-inducing. That's what's going to be happening in the Marvels. He talked about uh, Bucky Barnes will be the leader of the MCU's uh, Thunderbolts team that's coming out, which is not going to have Ghost, I don't think, anymore. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so it was just that. And then uh, he said, uh, Kevin Feige said uh, the MCU's uh, Mahershala Ali's Blade reboot is expected to begin filming in approximately 10 weeks. So hopefully they got that figured out because they had director's struggles. I'm still really worried about that. He did confirm that Moon Knight is not done and will return to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think there's a future for that character as we move forward. So that's good. And then he talked about James Gunn and the DCU. He said, I had Superman posters all over my walls in my childhood bedroom, and I went to work for the Donners because of Superman. The notion of those characters being in such good hands with James is exciting, and it's very cool. You think he really feels like that, huh? And then when the cameras and the audio is down, he's all, fuck that guy. I hate him. I'm out. No. I'm sure he didn't. He's a professional. What are you talking about? So, yeah. So, some kind words to say about James Gunn and the DCU. And he also said that, uh, says the pace for Disney Plus shows will change with the potential for fewer shows and more time between releases. Yes, we were bombarded by too many of these shows. Also, not enough money, because they are struggling too. When it, when it comes to these big budget TV shows that that are locked into like a big cinematic universe, yeah, they ca- they're pretty expensive. They're expensive, and we all saw that, yes, Disney Plus has been losing some subs. They're going to be selling off stuff. Again, the whole streaming thing is has become a problem. So, yes, naturally, it's like, all right, what works, what doesn't? Of course, they're going to be, we have, like, Secret Invasion, we have Daredevil, we have Ironheart, we got Loki Season 2. Those are going to be coming up, but they're going to be more spread out. And I think when it comes to, I'm like, I'm glad that uh, Armored Wars is actually going to be a movie as opposed to a TV show. They probably thought, yep, that's going to be cheaper. Because instead of doing eight or nine episodes of something where you have to have heavy visual effects and all this kind of stuff, it's like, why not just do like a two-hour plus movie? So it makes sense. And then, of course, he talked about how he uh, think it could the MCU is going to last for 80 years. That's a long time, um, which I mean, comic books have lasted for 80 plus years. So, I mean, that's what he's kind of referring to. But let's face it, if you after 80 plus years, you know, we, we you, you name like a handful of really good stories. Right. <laughs> so. But yeah, and then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's pretty much uh, when it comes to the MCU info dump. And again, we all know that. That the reason why I did it was because of Ant-Man Quantumania. That's right, guys. Ant-Man Quantumania. Oh, boy. It's not going to bomb. What are you talking about? It's not going to bomb. It'll still do very well at the box office, but where does it sit currently? It sits currently at a 51% on the Devil Fruit site. That's right. Uh Uh-oh. What's going to happen? Is Phase 5 in trouble? No. I think it'll be fine. Critics' consensus, Ant-Man and the Wasp and Quantumania mostly lacks the spark of fun that elevated earlier adventures. But Jonathan Majors' Kang is a thrilling villain posed to uh, alter the course of the MCU. So the one takeaway, and I think the, the, the biggest thing that, and I think this is what Kevin Feige is at least satisfied with, is that the new big baddie in this phase... Everybody's really liking him. That's what I keep on seeing when I see people's reviews and everything. Everybody compliments Jonathan Majors Kang big time. So at least there's that. We're going to have a good baddie that's been happening. So let's see. I will never unsee MODOK. Yeah, I've already seen the images of MODOK. It's, it's pretty uh, 
Pretty, pretty interesting. As depicted here, Scott's entire personality, the whole of his character is defined thus. I love my daughter, Cassie. Where is Cassie? What have you done with Cassie? <laughs> Everything besides the introduction of Kang feels uh, perfunctory. And an MCU entry, this is number 31, if you're keeping score, has never felt so rudderless. Ew. Hey, we got a positive one right here from Randy Myers. It's all entertaining enough, but Quantumania seems like an in-between enterprise, another chess move in the superhero series. So even though it's a positive review, still kind of a backhanded compliment. There's... There's so much to sift through and occasionally like a visually inspired subatomic set piece, bits of the roiling family tension among actors who are much better than their scripts, but there's nowhere to hide from the MCU's accelerating sprawl. Marvel's mini hero is back in a movie that's all scale, no fun. Ooh, some more positivity. Jonathan Majors Kang was great. He made the film entirely. I just wish the film he was in as a whole, was better. So even though that's Jeremy Johns right there, by the way. Um, so yeah, Jeremy Johns liked Kang. Didn't really like the movie all that much. Still, a, see how that is though. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fresh tomato. Director Peyton Reed, who helmed the first two films, returns with a steady hand, and by now he knows the actors and the tone necessary to create compelling entertainment. So there you go, Mr. George M. Thomas. That's actually a positive review, full on. I mean, obviously, you click them to, watch, to, to read the entire review. To introduce Kang really is all Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania exists to do. Exactly. In and of itself, it's a boring story devoid of meaningful stakes. This movie wants to give Scott more dramatic weight, but the thematic heaviness doesn't suit the series or director Peyton Reed. The series was always better when it was funny, and despite Rudd's best efforts, the comedy largely fails flat. What?! It's not funny enough. Lacks any hint of humor, and no one seems interested in naturally performing the overwritten dialogues. Ouch. If we're going down the family action adventure road, I'll take Spy Kids over Quantumania any day. Ouch. Ooh, man. That's, uh, that's not good when it comes to that. <laughs> Oof. Some of those. Not holding back, but... I'm still seeing it tomorrow. I'll still do my first reaction. I give my honest opinion. But yeah, it just seems like this is just an entry to just start off the phase, start off phase five, get Kang in there, lead up to Kang Dynasty. Hopefully we'll get some better entries. So then now, now every movie is going to have like uh, a mid credit scene that adds to that whole thing. I'm kind of curious to see where it does lead. But yeah, so there's your reviews right there when it comes to Ant-Man, Quantumania. I still love Paul Rudd, too. Right? Okay. All right. Now, finally, this was uh, news that came out today that was uh, fantastic because, I mean, I know some people don't are thinking like, wow, this is the guy that this is the guy that wrote Batman and Robin. Well, I don't know if he exactly wrote Batman. Again, this is the guy that wrote Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. And then the studio came in and kind of messed up a lot of things. Let's face it, when it comes to Batman Forever, there is a Schumacher cut out there that is darker. That is not so blockbustery. And I'm sure like when it came to Batman and Robin, maybe there's even a better story right there too. But hey, we'll see. But yes, Mr. Akiva Goldsman. I've heard him even talk about that Schumacher cut not too long ago, too. We, uh, uh, his Weed Road, Weed Road, yeah, I mean, it almost sounds like a dispensary right here. Uh, in first look, he's had a first look, Warner Brothers deal focus is sequels of Constantine with Keanu Reeves, I Am Legend with Will Smith, and Michael B. Jordan. What? Yeah, we heard that there was going to be an I Am Legend, too. Uh, depending on which ending you watched, I mean, I guess it makes sense. But yeah, he says he'll be returning in a multi-year first-look deal. Weed Road's president and production uh, Greg Lessons and Vice President Rachel Wisenberg have re-upped with the company along the, with the creatives and blah, 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 blah. In a statement, Warner Brothers Pictures co-chairs DeLuca and Abdi called, Goldman's, uh, called Goldman a consummate producer, a brilliant writer, and kind of a generous human being. And kind, oh, I, th I thought it said kind of a generous human being, a kind and generous human being. I was like, wow, kind of? 
read that wrong. That's that's bad content. Anyways, um, we've uh, both known and worked with Akiva for years and never ceased to be amazed by his combination of filmmaking, metal, and limitless imagination. We couldn't be more thrilled to welcome him back to Warner Brothers Family, where he has delivered some of the studio's most successful and acclaimed projects for the past two decades. The biggest one is this one right here. We're all, we were all so worried about Constantine 2. There was a rumor that it was scrapped, and then there was a rumor that it's back. And we are just going, what the hell's going on? Now that he's here and his focus is on Constantine 2, thank God. That's the main reason why I was like excited for this and wanted to talk about this. Uh, we're starting with two projects that are fun and very much Warner's, a sequel to I Am Legend with Will uh, Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan, and the sequel to Constantine with Keanu Reeves that Francis Lawrence is going to direct. So I'm coming out of the gate fast. We're doing it with J.J. Abrams and Francis and Keanu, and I have been pretty deep in the story-breaking stage. So good to hear that. It's going to happen, guys. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it was a worry about that. It's going to be an Elseworlds most likely, but who knows? Maybe it'll fit into the actual full-on DCU. I guess we'll find that out. Maybe they'll work it in. But it's like you have Keanu Reeves. You have Keanu Reeves. You have to, like like I did, like I did my last week when I was like, oh, I would be hugging Keanu. Like, come on. I'm not going to react it again, even though I, 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 I kind of want to. But I'm just saying. You have Keanu Reeves, you must hold on to him. And then you have Will Smith, which, you know, eventually his name will get better. I mean, I think we're all kind of, I'm over the whole slap thing. And you got Michael B. Jordan. So, yeah, let's hopefully they can keep that. It just sounds like there's a lot of good names that are coming back to Warner Brothers Discovery, which is what they freaking need, right? Absolutely. Who cares about Constantine 2? Um, well, I don't know if you've been listening to me, Draga. Me? People in the chat, maybe? You know, kind of what's happening. All right, let's, uh, let's go to questions here. Let's see what's happening over on the YouTubes. Let me refresh the page, see if there's any questions over on YouTube. My freaking stupid computer, like, updated like had a big huge update this morning i didn't have like i didn't have my access to my computer for a bit and then uh and then when it like loaded up everything was all little wonky and stuff like that i hate it when updates like change things i don't like change uh anyways okay so we got carrie right here he says hey dave I find it odd with the Constantine 2 announcement. Gun, Saffron, and DC Studios are not uh, are not mentioned it, it at all. But Constantine is a DC property. How are DeLuca and Abdi able to make it without Gun's involvement? Well, I'm sure there's going to be some kind of mention about it. I'm sure. I'm sure it's going to be under the uh, like it's going to be it's got to be under the Elseworlds name. But I mean, this was something that was put in that was set up like right you know before James Gunn came in. And again, you don't want to lose the power, the value of Keanu Reeves. So, I mean, I think this was, I think this was something that was already in the cards before Gunn and Saffron came in. That's my guess. But I'm sure as things go along, because like I said, we only got the first half, the first half of chapter one. And, you know, when James Gunn did announce everything, he mentioned the Elseworlds name, which the Batman and Joker 2 fall into. So maybe... Eventually, when they reveal the second half, we'll get the announcement of Constantine 2 also being placed under that title. That's what I can only imagine. Uh, best Lex Luthor. Did you hear the buzz about the likely future sale and there may be not much connectivity after all? No, I didn't hear that. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I haven't heard really anything. I mean, I mean, all the, the places are struggling and maybe it could be. Maybe it could happen, but I doesn't seem like it's going to. Uh, David Anatu, Anatu. Maybe it's just me, but does it feel like all the comments James Gunn and Peter Saffron have said about Superman Legacy is their way of assuring people that it's not going to be Man of Steel? He's a good old farm boy who won't kill a real saint of a hero that believes in the American way and believes kindness when no one else does. He sounds so basic. It sounds so basic to me. I mean, that's Superman, though. I mean, that's the thing. It's it's always funny when it comes to either Man of Steel or I don't know. It's like it's like you just take Superman, which is all that, and then you got to kind of make it your own. You got to just kind of tweak some things, make things a little bit different. So I, I mean, 
yeah, the whole killing part, sure, but, you know, there was Man of Steel, he was very much, you know, American way dude, he grew up in Kansas, and I'm about as American as it gets, and blah, 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 so, I don't know, like, we'll, like I said, we'll see, we will see, I'm just curious about those details as well, all right, Twitter questions. Okay, we got RJ right here. Every franchise. Let's see. which. Uh, anytime that there's a double thing, I don't know which one came first. Uh, every franchise. Okay, let's see. I don't know. Every franchise has their low point. Right now, Marvel is reeling from COVID and Chapek's push for Disney+. Plus. They're making the necessary adjustments. We just won't be able to tell until 2024. Marvel will ultimately be fine. Of course. Man, if uh, ever there was a time for DC to strike... While the iron's hot. Uh, then he said a lot of Marvel's current problems come from sculpting, uh, from the, come from the scripting phase. They're rushing scripts out and constantly changing them, even if, even if they're shooting. Makes you really, really think about what James Gunn and Peter Saffron are doing if they're noticing an area to improve upon. Yeah, I mean, James Gunn even mentioned that. He mentioned that, yeah, you know, we're not going to be shooting without a full-on script. But there's always going to be notes and changes and all this stuff. Uh, Mr. Brian, 75% chance or better that we get trunks on Superman? Yeah, probably. Eric, you know, Dave, the Flash trailer. <laughs> what do you say? You know, Dave, the Flash trailer and spot had me thinking. Sh- Sasha Kaya's Kara locked up. We apparently know Zod killed baby Cal in this timeline, hence no Cavill. So... Was Muschietti setting up Carl's also locked up? Wait, was Muschietti setting up Carl's Kara's also locked up on the Snyder vs. Earth to be rescued when Barry returns? I'm not sure. Because if uh, baby Cal is killed, that means he probably successfully killed him on Krypton. So I don't know. I'm kind I'm really curious to see how that whole thing changed, how that's explained. That, you know, because now Zod's new course of action is to now get Kara. Maybe when that all happened, maybe in the, the Snyder or in the Man of Steel world, there was a Kara. She didn't make it off. Or maybe she was in that. Maybe they're going to incorporate that empty pod. I don't know. I was just very curious about that. There's still that empty pod that we keep on. Remember that we uh, never really fully found out what well, we kind of did with a prequel comic, I guess. Nicotina, Andre, do you prefer black and gray or blue and gray for the new Batman suit for the DCU? I actually wouldn't. I want them to go like a blue and gray, a dark blue. Kenny, everything James Gunn has said about Superman, I like. Hopefully the new DCU version of Superman Clark Kent is amazing. Fingers crossed. That's what we can all hope for. Ryan. I'm excited for I am for the I Am Legend sequel, but I'm curious how they will explain things since they're going off the uh, alternate ending. They'll pr- definitely need some uh, retroactive continuity. Perhaps he only imagined using the grenade passing through. Yeah, they'll have to tweak that a little bit if they're going to be going off the uh, the alternate ending. Jordan, I just uh, watched the Flash trailer, and when I saw. Ben Affleck, Bruce Wayne, it made me really think he would be perfect for DCU. I know, right? Right? And that'd be awesome if that was the case, but sadly, doesn't seem like it's going to be. Devon Wooter, Dave, it would be hilarious if The Rock will be in Fast and Furious 10 and do and do think Aquaman 2 and, and do you think Aquaman 2 and Blue Beetle trailers will look amazing? Hopefully. Uh, I don't think The Rock's ever going to return to the Fast and Furious franchise. That bridge is probably burned. Carlos, what if the Flash movie is spectacular and makes a lot of money? Will uh, James Gunn continue using all the characters, all the Batmen, Sasha, Ezra? Well, I think uh, Ezra and Sasha are up in the air. But again, you're not going to use 70-year-old Batman. Ben might come back later. You know, just like Cavill might come back later. But I I don't think it's going to change any plans. It's going to, if anything, it could help the new DCU. Ronnie. Sup, Dave? Asking a question after a long time. Do you think there are two Supergirls in Flash? She carries someone in her arms to the sky. So I was thinking, who was it? It was Barry. It looked like it was Barry. I think she's carrying Barry up to the sky to get him struck by lightning, I guess. That's what it looked like to me. Jason, are you going to watch this? Yeah, probably. 
Probably. And then I'm uh, I'm scared to uh, to look at this one, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, you know take the screen off because it says it might be offensive. So just in case that nobody is uh, you know throwing some nudity right there, now we're good. Uh, Cohen Treo, Dave, how does Gunn see the Flash trailer and everyone's hype love for these interactions with the characters and still decide it's best to reboot? Well, he's not fully rebooting. It's clearly all about him. Not the fans. The fans want, but ba- well, certain fans do. <laughs> Again, we all we always think that you know my, you know me me. It's all what me want. Me and my friends. It's like I've there's a mixed bag online that is looking forward to fresh faces. You know, it's not just. I mean, let's face it. Everything's fragmented now. It's all fragmented. He's just going off on all kinds of stuff. He's he's angry. He's angry at James Gunn. I'm not going to read all that. And then that's pretty much it. I have a feeling he will be a big part of the Flash movie. And, of course, it shows Christopher Reeve Superman. So, yeah, there you go. Ah, <laughs> uh, There you go. I smell again. Thank you. Yeah, I took a shower before I started. So, yeah, Snyder fans will overestimate how they are i mean that's a thing it's like you know and i'm not saying that there's not a bunch sure there are people i mean like the the event the uh the trending event that just came out naturally see that's what was so cool about the restore the snyder uh verse trending thing that happened naturally without really a camp i mean i guess it did have a campaign now that i think about it but remember that went to like what 1.5 million that's because so many people were like jazzed up about wow that would be really cool to see the rest of that but that was almost two years ago now, which is crazy. So now we got, you know, yeah, there's people that are just like what that one guy said. He said he loved what Zach did, loved what Zach did with the DC, with, with the DC movies. And he even said that some of his favorite CBMs are Zack Snyder's just like mine, just like a lot of people's. But then it's just kind of like, all right, but now he's doing this. And now I'm just kind of going, all right, let's see, let's see what these guys over here, let's see what they're going to do. Let's see what they're going to do. So you know, it's not just, it's just, again, Gunn and Saffron came into a freaking mess. I, I mean, if you're going to take up this job, obviously you'd be like, yeah, let's just kind of, let's just uh, get, get them, put that that way, put that that way. We're going to go this way kind of thing. It was such a mess. If they could have just tried to help, you know, hold on to something. I mean, but it's just, yeah, they came in and going like, nah, we're just going to, we're going to start fresh with the new Superman and then we're going to have a different Batman and then we'll see what happens with everything else. And, yeah, it's just such a freaking mess. I mean, you could just blame so much, so much of the previous regimes, your Toby Emmerichs, your Ann Sarnoffs, your Walter Hamadas. So I know, I know I, everybody just wants to – it's always like a new person now. Those people are gone, so now now they're ang- you're angry at James Gunn. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't, don't really blame him, to be honest. I mean, no, he didn't fight for Cavill, sure. I think he already had in his brain that he wanted to do a fresh take because everything was so – uh, messy, but what can he do? What can he do though? It does make more sense, right? It kind of does. I like Snyder too, but gotta give gun. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. The Rock made Black Adam for himself. Oh yeah. If you want to, you want to talk about, you want to talk about something made for themselves. Yeah, Black Adam definitely was that. Good God, man. And it had potential to be something great, and it ended up being just, just generic and just not even that great. Some great action sequences some great scenes but overall just very very just very forgettable very forgettable and then of course used cavill and cavill's come you know coming back as superman to help market that movie that was just effed up man effed up when you talk about people dicking him around definitely was him so but yeah, that's pretty much uh, the thoughts. Uh, Dave, you have mentioned the fact that people do reaction videos. Um, people, st- I'm not saying that they don't want it. That's the thing, Desert Eagle. I'm not saying that people don't want it. I'm just saying that you could probably ask those same people, like, how are you feeling about some of the new stuff? And then they'll be like, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it, blah, blah, blah. Sure, sure. Absolutely. I'm not saying that people don't want it. But this, the sad part of that, we keep getting further and further away from it. And now it's like now. Do you think Cavill even wants to come back as Superman now after all the bullshit that he's been doing for five? Uh, that that Warner Brothers and these people have been doing with him for five years. I'm not sure if he'd want to do that. Ben seems like he's gotten some closure when it comes to the Flash, but hopefully something could happen. 
But uh, and then, like I said, something can happen even later when you can have this crazy, uh, crazy event where all these worlds can collide, more worlds can collide. But yeah, you got to take an account of that. Got to take an account of all that. You know, that's why, uh, you know, and I'm glad that some people are just kind of realizing that, you know, kind of realizing that. <clears throat> What's good? What's going on? Medicated. You got medicated movie reviews. I like it. I like the name. Definitely do. Uh, doesn't mean we shouldn't support what is to come. So we officially get the DCU. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Didn't The Rock not want Shazam in his movie because he wanted the spotlight on his. Yeah. I think The Rock. I think what I also heard when it came to The Rock was also that, you know, he didn't want to fight a kid. You know, he wanted the big guns. He wanted the big guns. So. How does Jody feel about it? Ugh. Apparently, he's all about the Flash now, even though he shat on Ezra Miller and the whole thing for how long? Remember those guys? Yeah, the grifty, the grifty type, the grifty type. Bet the Rock didn't even know who uh, Shaman was. Yeah, interesting. Both Cavill and kind of fit the, the. Yeah, they do. They kind of they do, except for the age thing. You know, I mean, to me, it's like okay, you got a twenty-five-year-old. Superman, and I'm sorry, but Cavill, even though he's still stud and still he's not, you know, he's aging like a fine wine, he wouldn't, I don't think anybody would buy a 25-year-old. Uh, ben, you know, being 50, uh, I think that I think this Batman's going to be probably 30s, mid-30s, it's sounding like. So, but, it, but, but it's uh, an established Batman with a Damian Robin, so it's interesting. But anyways, guys, that's pretty much it when it comes to the show. We got a members only stream after this. Turn that off. All right. So if you want to be part of the members only stream, pick my brain a little bit, become a member. And members, look forward to uh, the link on your YouTube feed. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. Uh, share the stream if you'd like, of course. Hit that like, thumbs up. Follow me on all the sock meds that are around me. Patreon, I just gave away uh, some Superman Reebok shoes on there. So I'm going to be doing another giveaway on there too for some of the Patreons. But I will be doing some giveaways too for like members. And, and I got a bunch of shoes. So uh, not all Superman shoes, but I got shoes that I'll probably be giving away if people want them. So look forward to that. And uh, that's pretty much it. So members, I'll see you guys in a little bit. Everybody else, look forward to my Ant-Man and Quantumania first reaction review tomorrow. And I'll probably do like a full-on review, give my full review for it on Friday. And then, of course, I'll see you guys on the Vodka stream. I think I got a guest. It sounds like I got a guest, a uh, returning guest. So it should be fun. Hopefully that works out. So I'll see you guys Friday. Talk to you later.